Hello and welcome to Solopreneur, the show that helps business owners who are flying solo to solve their big sales, marketing and systems challenges one episode at a time. You can watch the video version of this episode at solopreneur.com. I'm Gareth Everson and on today's episode we're going to be talking about the three main systems in your business and the processes that sit underneath them but specifically we're going to be talking at a high level about those systems that you need to have in place in order to run a successful business. So let's get into it. So the first thing that we need to think about is actually what is a system? The biggest misunderstanding around systems is that a system is a piece of software. And the reason that is, is that these software companies that are out there have millions of dollars worth of budget, and they're trying to persuade you that their software is the system that you need. When in actual fact, businesses are structured around groups of processes that you run your business on. And the system is the grouping of those processes. So the three main ones are how do you attract leads that become clients? How do you onboard those new clients? And once you've onboarded them, how do you delight them so that they will refer you or review you or conduct repeat sales with you? Those are your three main systems with regards to sales and marketing that you need to get right in your business. So let's first of all remove this idea that a piece of software is a system. It's not. A piece of software can help you manage processes that are part of those systems, but we need to think at a higher level than a piece of software or even at a higher level than a single process and think about our systems as a whole. So that's attraction, onboarding, and delight. Let's cover each in turn. You might have picked up there a subtle reference to three words that begin with R, and those are specifically referrals, reviews, and repeat sales. Now, those three words are really key because if you're wondering, have I got my systems in place correctly? If you're not getting at least one of those three things from every client relationship that you have, then something along the way is broken in your systems. Those three R's again. Whether you're getting referrals from a client, whether they're writing you a review, or whether they're willing to buy from you again. In other words, are you making repeat sales with them? If we're not getting one of those three things, that's where we know that we've got a systems problem. Now, you could have little bottlenecks along the way, but the fundamental outcome that you're looking to achieve is that with every client, unless something's gone wrong on your part, with every client you should be getting one of those three R's. So one of the three R's is your desired outcome from your relationships with clients. So with that in mind, let's dive into each of those three systems. And we'll start with the most common one that people think about, and that's how do you attract more clients, the attraction phase. And this breaks down into three key processes, and I'll take you through them now. 
you'll see where this is going. There's a there's an acronym that brings all of our processors together at the end, and you might be able to guess it as we go along with this. Now, the first part of the attraction phase is finding leads who might be the right fit for your business. So it's that lead identification, lead generation, lead capture. So it's leads is the first part of our attraction system. Who are they? Where are they from? What problems do they have? And how do we shape our offer to get them to come into our ecosystem in such a way that they're willing to leave us their details? How do we capture that lead into our universe, if you like? It will go into software, but how do we capture that lead and their interest? So that's the first step of the attraction system. The second step is then we know that leads don't have perfect knowledge about the problems that they have or how to address those problems. So the second part of our attraction system is education. So we've got the leads. The second step is how do we educate that lead around understanding their problem a little bit more, understanding the circumstances that have got them to that point, and helping them to understand and be educated about how they can address those problems. And if you remember the three parts of the sales funnel, top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel, we need to be taking them through that journey with our content. Now, that's probably going to be some email content. It's probably going to be blog posts. It's probably going to be video posts. We'll cover the education process on another podcast. But in a nutshell, that's what education is as the second part of our attraction phase. The third process that forms our attraction system is how we then have that interaction with that lead. Let's call it simply the meeting phase. So how do you go from the point of somebody expressing interest, at least at arm's length, perhaps giving you their contact details, to having built up an understanding of what their problem is and recognizing that you can help solve that problem through the content that you've shared with them, how do we then either get on a call with them or go and visit them or have them visit us to be able to take that a step further and have a conversation about how your services can help them address their problem? So the three steps of the attraction system are leads, education, and meetings. So how do we know that we successfully got to the end of the attraction system before we're turning them into a client? There'll come a point, either in their understanding or in that discussion that you're having with them, where you're receiving a signal from them that they're interested in working with you. They're bought into having understood and having recognized that they want to solve that problem that they have. They're bought into the fact that you are credible and you're a good authority at being able to help them address those problems. And you've got the rapport with them that you might want to do something further. You've also qualified the fact that they've got the budget to be able to address that problem with you. So you've had some sort of conversation around a rough scoping of costs to help them solve that problem. Once you get to that point, that's where you know 
that the attraction process processes, should I say, that form the attraction system have been completed successfully. That's where you can move into the next processes and system, the onboarding system. So they've got clarity in their mind that you're the right person, that they've got the budget to be able to address the problems that they have and they want to work with you. You then need to make them an offer to be able to do that. Now that might be a proposal, it might be a quote, it might just be a verbal confirmation, it might be just sending them a link to buy something online from you. But in one way or another, you're making them an offer to work with you that doesn't surprise them, that addresses all of those concerns that they have in their mind of everything that's gone before, everything that they've learned from you before, every conversation that you've had around how you can help them address their problems is summarized in that offer. So there's no surprises as part of that when you make them that offer. It's a logical next step. And the offer is the first process as part of the onboarding system. If we fail to get that right, then you might not hear from them again. And if you're making that offer too soon, you probably haven't finished the attraction system as part of that journey that they're on with you. If you're making it too late, they might have gone somewhere else. So timing at the right point in time is ever so critical. The next part of the next process as part of the onboarding phase, once they are at the point where they've signed up to your offer and perhaps even paid you a deposit or paid you in full, is the new client process. So how do you welcome that new client into your world in such a way that there's no mismatch of expectations from the conversations that you've had before as part of that journey that they've been on from being a lead through that sales process to buying from you? How do you welcome them on board without any missed step in that process? This is the key one where there's the biggest cliff drop usually between somebody's expectations and the reality of what they're getting when they first become a client of yours. Again, we'll cover the new client process as part of an own dedicated podcast on this, but I just want to raise that to you. The next part of the onboarding system is once you've started working with somebody and once you've started interacting with them, and this can be any setting, there'll probably be other things that come out of the woodwork, other problems that they're facing, that perhaps you've not discussed before or they've come up as part of that new client onboarding experience. So at that stage, you might recognize that in order for them to get the outcomes that they want to achieve to address the full list of problems that they have, you might need to offer some sort of add-on services to them in order to completely fulfill their needs to address the problems that they have either in their life or in their business. And that's the third process as part of the onboarding. They might not have addressed that with you, and there might be some sort of expectation that you were going to bring it up with them in the first place, or they might not have known that there were those problems kind of underlying the main problems that they're experiencing. But in order for them to be delighted, as in the the next system that we're about to move on to, that you've been able to address the problems that they have, you probably want to be looking out for, in an ethical way, ways to offer add-on services that completely solve the problems that they're experiencing. So in terms of that onboarding system, we've again got three processes that sit underneath it. We've got the offer, we've got the new clients, and we've got the add-ons for 
new clients. So O, N, and A. Have you worked out what the word is yet? You will do if you haven't done so in the next two. So if you've done those first six processes correctly that form those first two systems, the attraction and the onboarding systems, if we've completed all six of those steps, at that stage, we should be getting to the point where we know exactly how we can turn that client into a raving fan of ours and do one of those three success measures, one of the three R's. So what we need to then move into next is the delight system. And the first part of that is delivering what we say we're going to deliver fully and completely and to meet the client's expectations of what we've agreed and in a way that solves the problems that they have. So the first part of the process of delight is to deliver what we've promised. If we do all of that, and we do all of that successfully, not just the things that we promised to do when we made our offer, but also the things that we've then subsequently agreed to do with the add-ons, if we do all of those things, and the client is happy that we've closed all of those things off, then they're probably happy to give us some form of endorsement that we've achieved our objectives. And that endorsement falls into one of those three categories. And we should have been priming them for this in the first instance because they've probably come into your world on the back of certainly one or two of these particular pathways in the first place. One is that they'd be happy to refer us to somebody else. That's the first R. The second one is that they'd be happy to leave us a review, whether that's on Google Business Profile or Google My Business, as it used to be called, or a Facebook review or a LinkedIn review, a LinkedIn testimonial, to use the correct term, something like that, leave a recommendation for us so that others can see it and we can share that with others. Or the third thing might be that they recognize that having worked with us, there's actually some other things that you can help help them with or that they might want to continue working with you, and we call that a repeat sale. So somewhere down the line, or perhaps even as a continue, uh, continuity piece, they want to work with us again and allow us to make a repeat sale with them. So one of those three R's is our outcome that we're looking to achieve with the eighth and final process that's endorsements. If we're going to get one of those, we obviously need to have all seven processes and those two full systems before them completed so that somebody is happy to do one of those three things with us. So if we take it end to end, Our eight processes are the lead, how we educate them, the meeting that we have with them, the offer that we make to them to sign up with us, onboarding them as a new client, the N, offering them any further services that address their problems, so add-ons, delivering what we promised to deliver to them, either in that first offer or the add-on sales that we made with them, and then asking them in a polite way to leave us an endorsement. So those eight processes are summarized by the word lemonade, and you might have already seen our software is called Lemonade Plan because it covers all eight of those processes 
that manage those three critical systems that exist in your business. So takeaways from this episode. A system is not necessarily a piece of software. Software or different pieces of software act as tools that you can use in order to manage the processes that form part of our overall three sales and marketing systems. How we attract, how we onboard, and how we delight our clients. The eight processes sit underneath that. And in order to achieve that final process in the mix, receiving that endorsement, one of those three R's, we need to have achieved every single process to the delight of that client. So those are our three systems. Those are the eight processes that sit underneath them. I'll cover all eight of those processes on future episodes, starting with leads on the next one. You can get a insight into what these three systems and eight processes are if you go to the website if you go to solopreneur.com forward slash ep7 you'll be able to get the show notes that go with this and you'll be able to see a summary of what those three systems are and the eight processes that sit within them so until the next time thanks for listening and if you've got any questions don't hesitate to let me know Thanks for listening to this episode of the Solopreneur Podcast. Remember that what we learned today builds more value if there's a plan to take action on it tomorrow. So head to solopreneur.com and check out our growing community of action takers and all the training and software that you need to build a scalable business without breaking the bank. And if you value the show, please help others to discover it too by leaving us a review wherever you get your podcasts or by sharing a link to an episode on LinkedIn or wherever your finger does its scrolling.